Hello and welcome back to the Peter Mackay Motorsport Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. Today is just a short episode and it's looking back to an article I wrote a couple of weeks ago following Jonathan Ray's victory in the World Superbike Championship tying up that uh, that championship at Magne Coors in France. Um, you, may, you may have listened to our World Superbike review uh, of the recent Argentina round and all of the controversy with the track there. If not, you can you can go back on our channel and, and have a listen to that. But um, I thought, well, we haven't read out one of our articles for quite some time on the show, so I thought I shall read it for you now, discussing why Jonathan Ray is the best World Superbike rider ever. So, Jonathan Ray, the greatest of all time. In motorsport, the inevitable who is the greatest of all time discussion arises on a regular basis, usually via the unrestricted melee that is social media. Such conversations can often be emotionally charged and irrational arguments are commonplace. However, even supplemented by factual statistics, building an argument for a clear winner is impossible to define in nearly every category of motorsport. The World Superbike Championship is one category where, I believe, a firm winner can be crowned as the GOAT, or the greatest of all time as it's known. On Sunday the 29th of September, at Magnacourt in France, Northern Irish ace Jonathan Ray made history by sealing his fifth World Superbike Championship in a row. In doing so, the Ballymena ace became statistically the greatest World Superbike rider of all time. With more victories than any other World Superbike rider in history, the numbers weigh heavily in the favour of the Northern Irishman. Ray's fifth crown goes well beyond the numbers though. His patience and scarcely believable turnaround and fortunes over the season will undoubtedly confirm 2019 as the zenith of his career. World Superbike debutant Alvaro Batista, winner of 15 races from 30 starts in his opening World Superbike season, somehow found himself 104 points behind Ray heading into race 3 at Magna Coors. Batista's catastrophic demise will go down in World Superbike history as one of the most bizarre collapses in form ever seen in a motorcycle racing season. The 34-year-old ex-Grand Prix rider arrived onto the World Superbike scene like a prized Spanish bullfighter aboard his Devil Red Ducati V4R. 11 victories from the first 12 World Superbike starts will be a record which will remain in memory for all the wrong reasons for the diminutive Spaniard. Such dominance in any other championship season would would have allowed the Spaniard to have nine fingers on the championship trophy before the season's lengthy summer break. With Batista's teammate Chaz Davies, a World Superbike regular, nowhere in sight, mutterings quickly emerged, intimating that MotoGP riders were clearly superior to their World Superbike cousins. With Bautista pulverising the field race after race, deploying the embarrassingly superior straight-line speed of his V4 Ducati, all but one man on the grid had an answer for the former 250cc world champion. Jonathan Ray. For a four-time defending world champion, watching the beautifully crafted rear end of the brand new factory Ducati clearing off into the distance was a bitter pill to swallow for Jonathan Ray. 
but as has been proven time and again, Ray's tenacity has always granted him the ability to maximise results in any given situation. In the opening portion of the 2019 season, the Ballymena-born former motocrosser clung on to the final thread of Batista's Trasdeluces with a remarkable 10 second place finishes in the first 10 races, keeping the charging Spaniard within catching distance. The events that unfolded during the following race meetings were simply astounding. Ray countered Batista's opening runaway performances with double victories at Imola, Misano, Laguna Seca and Portimao and a home race treble victory at Donington Park. Meanwhile, Batista capitulated in spectacular fashion, five races yielding no points for Batista after a string of calamities whilst Ray swept the board and turned the championship upside down. Batista's on-track wars, combined with the challenging and widely reported contract negotiations, clearly affected the World Superbike rookie's mindset and therefore his results. Rumours of a switch to a mysterious and secretive new Honda project soured Batista's reputation with Ducati. So frayed was the relationship with his Italian paymasters, company CEO Claudio Domenicali took to Twitter to openly criticise Batista's decision to decline their multi-million euro offer and switch to Honda. Such a public scalding will leave a scar on a relationship that will unlikely be rekindled during the remainder of Bautista's career. Compare this seemingly toxic environment to Ray's watertight Kawasaki camp and the miraculous turnaround in championship points from the Ulsterman becomes easier to fathom. With every improvement to the ZX-10R machine made by Ray and his team, the pressure ratcheted up a notch on Alvaro Batista, forcing him into a succession of crucial mistakes. Heading into the third race of the weekend at Magnicourt, Ray held on to a slim chance of engraving his name on the World Championship trophy for the fifth time. To clinch the title early, Ray would need to win the race and Batista would need to fail to score points. An unlikely scenario with Turkish sensation top-rack Razgati Oglu on course to seal a hat-trick of victories at Magnicourt following two storming race wins so far. With six more races left in the season, Ray was under no pressure to get the job done at Magnicourt and could relax in the knowledge that the championship was now a formality. The aforementioned Razgati Oglu would ironically gift Ray the first element required for an early championship coronation and Alvaro Batista no score. Exiting a slow right-hand corner, World Superbike's most promising young rider, Razgati Oglu, eagerly wound on the power of his Puchetti Kawasaki, lighting up his rear Pirelli tyre and crashing. In a harsh twist of fate, Batista, following immediately behind, had nowhere to go and found himself an innocent party in Razgati Oglu's accident, leaving his slim championship hopes in tatters. For Ray, the job was only half done. Two of the Kawasaki riders' fellow factory Suzuka 8-hour competitors, Michael Vandemark and Alex Lowe's, had little concern for assisting in an early crowning for Ray. Both factory Yamaha men were desperate for victory, particularly Alex Lowe's, who has been dropped by Yamaha for the 2020 season. But this would be a Sunday afternoon that, that we have become so familiar with during the past five seasons with Jonathan Ray. Despite intense pressure from the two factory Yamahas, Ray controlled the race, 
kept a final reserve of performance in his Pirelli tyres and powered away in the closing laps to a triumphant victory and a fifth world title. So, why does the World Superbike Championship gain a rare exemption on the usual ban on confirming any particular rider being crowned as the greatest of all time? Well, longevity of the championship itself could be proposed as one important factor to consider. Back in 1988, the brand new World Superbike Championship kicked off with Davide Tardozzi, now MotoGP uh, Ducati Top Brass, winning the first ever race. Since then, the changes between the bikes competing and the circuits on which the races have been held are not as significant as you may think. The bikes are still production-based and emulate the Halo high-performance product in a product range of any manufacturer. The tracks, albeit with significant safety improvement, are largely the same too. Usually, during the never-ending debate on who is the greatest of all time, the barriers which always prevent a conclusive result are the vast differences between machinery used, danger posed by circuits, and the competition skill level of any particular era. For Grand Prix motorcycle racing, debating the merits of a daring Jeff Duke in the 1950s tearing down Bray Hill on his Norton, compared to Valentino Rossi on a prototype Yamaha M1 carrying unfathomable corner speed around the swooping curves of the Circuit of Americas, is not worth your breath. Comparison between these two vastly different periods would be like comparing Bovril with Grappa. Sinking a, f a full serving of either beverage should be applauded, although both are equally challenging to consume. Spanning only 30 years of production bike racing, on all on purpose-built circuits, I truly believe a conclusive winner can be chosen for the greatest world superbike rider of all time. Unquestionably, I believe that rider is Jonathan Ray. With 83 wins, 162 podiums and 5 world championships, the hard statistics play in the Northern Irishman's favour, edging world superbike legend Carl Fogarty. Although, amongst European racing fans, winning the prestigious Suzuki Eter race twice may not seem so significant, but for Japanese factory board members who write the checks for racing programmes, they might as well be world championship wins. Ray won his first Suzuki A-Tower with Honda back in 2012 and led Kawasaki back to the top step of the podium in 2019 for the first time since 1993. Running a two-man relay with teammate Leon Haslam in the suffocating humidity of a Japanese summer exhibited Ray's unrivaled mental toughness and supreme fitness. Simply receiving an invite directly from your factory employer in Japan to race at the Suzuki A-Tower should provide any rider with comfort in the knowledge that they are held in very high regard indeed. Winning a race of such paramount importance twice will grant life membership in the good books of any Japanese motorcycle factory. Grinding out 15 race wins over six seasons on an ever more outdated Honda Fireblade was a school of hard knocks for Ray. Bravely riding the underpowered Honda beyond its limit resulted in some horror injuries which, no matter how constraining, never broke Ray's resolve. During a race at the Nürburgring GP circuit in 2013, Ray crashed on another rider's spill oil and fractured his femur, forcing him to call a premature end to his season. During Ray's time with Honda, no other rider delivered the same consistency of results, and in particular, 
when the situation became even more arduous as the aging Fireblade became increasingly outperformed by rivals. Ray remained loyal to the factory who brought him into professional road racing for longer than most, but remaining with Honda would unquestionably have robbed him of the opportunity to prove his true ability. For those left unconvinced that Jonathan Ray is the greatest superbike rider of all time, consider this. Last weekend at Magnacourt, particularly during race 3, Ray was at his imperious best. On Sunday, we saw a rider so comfortable with his Kawasaki ZX-10R and with the loyal team who prepare the number one machine. For riders up and down the grid, it must be ominous looking into the harmonious atmosphere in Ray's garage. Clearly, Ray is far from finished on his undisputed run of five world championships in a row. At the opening race of the 2020 season at Phillip Island, Ray will walk back into the solace of the factory Kawasaki garage and the unconditional support of the technical mastermind of his number one machine, Perariba. Throwing his leg over the ZX-10R will be as familiar as pulling on a favourite pair of jeans. Meanwhile, many of Ray's notable threats like Razgatioglu, Bautista and Lowe's will be switching to different machines for 2020. The inevitable familiarisation to their new steeds will most likely hamper some of these key rivals, allowing Ray a golden opportunity to build an early championship lead. For those eyeing up the prospect of toppling the undisputed champion of, of world superbike racing, nothing less than an inch-perfect season will do to prevent Jonathan Ray from a sixth world title. So I'd love to know what you think. Please do get in touch with me um, on uh, on Twitter at Mackay Podcast or through Facebook, the Peter Mackay Motorsport Podcast, uh, or through my website, which is Peter Mackay Motorsport. Com. I'd love to know who you think the greatest world superbike rider uh, of them all is. You know, is it Troy Bayliss? Is it Colin Edwards? Is it Carl Fogarty? Um, is it James Tosland? Is it you know Neil Hodgson? You tell me. I'd love to know. Um, watching the races this weekend, uh, having after having written that article um, at Argentina, I think for me really confirmed what I my opinion at least of of why Jonathan Ray is the best rider ever to grace the world superbike championship um so please do let me know what you think um i hope you've enjoyed listening to the article and um, please do subscribe to our channel on podbean and every time a new episode is uh, released you'll get a little notification on your device to tell you there's a new episode to listen to so thanks very much for listening and i look forward to speaking to you again very soon <laughs>